Hey there and welcome to episode number two of season two, which I'm extremely excited about and I have gained so much knowledge from and I really hope you do too. Now, as you may have noticed, mainly because I mentioned it previously, season two is about none other than the Archangels, right? Which I've been fascinated with for the past few months, you know, as I've gotten deeper into my spiritual journey. So I hope you enjoy this season. You gain so much wisdom about these beautiful celestial beings. And who knows, you may get some connections and visits as well. Now let's jump into the meat and potatoes, right? Well, first of all, to get this out of the way and to genuinely have some sort of comprehension about what we're what we are going to be discussing moving forward, comes the following question. What is an archangel? You know, what what do they do? Who are these archangels? Can we communicate with them? So according to the official definition, an archangel is basically an angel of a higher rank. Its original translation actually derives from a Greek word, which equals to arch and angel, meaning chief angel or angel of origin. Now, according to history, Saint Archangel Michael or Saint Michael the Taxiarch is actually the angel of the highest rank, a seraph, which if you don't know what a seraph is, I would definitely check out episode one of season two. Therefore, it's pretty much the right hand of God, which only makes sense mainly because he is the leader of the angels in general when they get into celestial battles or spiritual warfare, as he's also the main warrior slash protector who fought the divine battle against Lucifer, Morningstar, or also known as Samael, the fallen angel. Now, what are Archangel Michael's main priorities or missions? Well, there's actually four, and these are the following. His first role is mainly as the leader of the army of God and of, you know, heaven's forces in their triumph over the powers of hell and any sort of spiritual warfare that may be occurring in the higher dimensions. He's also the, the angelic model for the virtues of a spiritual warrior. When there is any type of conflict, whether it comes from an outside source or more so an internal conflict with ourselves, Saint Archangel Michael can really help us navigate through, you know, very difficult blurry or treacherous times so i would definitely recommend you know really connecting with him if you have some sort of issue now his second role is one known as the angel of death you know which a lot of people are quite frightened about Uh, i feel like death in general is a very taboo subject still so yeah don't be scared basically his purpose as an angel of death is to carry the souls of the dead to the heavens at the hour of their death whilst he does this He gives all souls, and I mean all of them, there is no judgment here, the chance of redeeming themselves and their sins in order to ascend to heaven, which he does. As he does this, it really kind of taunts or basically consternates both the devil and his minions, which is kind of funny. Now, in his third role, he also deals with death, but through another aspect, which is being the main protagonist when it comes to weighing the hearts of the dead on a scale, right? He's occasionally depicted with such scales of balance for the same reason. This is very similar to the predominant role of the goddess Ma'at in the room of the weighing of the hearts in ancient Egyptian culture. Now, on his fourth and final role, he actually proceeds to also act kind of like a guardian of the church or institutions in general, which is why if you look online, you're going to see so many temples, places, cathedrals named after him in his honor. As humans, we we tend to be very visual uh, or visually driven to, you know, wrap our heads around certain concepts. So in order for us to feel closer and connected to these beings that we don't really know a lot about, we often need some sort of hint to visualize them in our head. So to give you an idea, 
idea of what Archangel Michael may look like, here's a brief description by one of the many people who channel him now. They described him as standing 12 feet high and completely clad in blue armor that shines a very intense blue. So blue in fact that it may just be a blue that no man has ever seen before with the physical eyes, you know, because there is, there are our physical eyes and there's also our mind's eye, which we could talk in the future about. He's also described as being equipped with a giant sword that radiates blue flames as well. So yes, angels do carry weapons, as we've previously discussed in the last episode. Along with his appearance, Archangel Michael is really described as, you know, very loving, very protective. However, he's also quite serious as well. This is obvious through his acts as a warrior and slayer of demons, because you can't really do that being very, you know, immature. These acts have proven his loyalty, bravery, and in general, time and time again to the Lord. A lot of people mainly know or have heard of Archangel Michael through his title as slayer of dragons or demons. This is because one of the most famous tales of Archangel Michael is actually the battle against the devil, or previously known as Lucifer or Samael, which occurs in the book of Revelations. Now, the fallen angel, Samael, was really opposed to the Lord's wishes of either creating humankind or having to bow down to humankind. So in order to go against the Lord, he did, well, he did multiple things. However, the most prominent has to easily be when he began to create an army of demons, as he had, you know, obviously behind God's back, unbeknownst to him, or at least that's what he thought. He began to gather fellow angels or, you know, celestial beings, who pretty much had the same ideology as him. However, once he had gathered an army, he attempted to begin a war against the Lord and his angels, which is often depicted as, you know, the battle between good and evil or shadow and light, basically dualities. Here's when Saint Archangel Michael really comes in and, you know, fulfills his role as he had always been, you know, God's warrior angel. Some people also believe that Archangel Michael may have been the previous or post embodiment of Christ. So we will never know. But he obviously not only defended the Lord, but the heavens in general. Some people believe that the battle may actually still be going on since our concept of time here on earth as humans may not necessarily apply to the higher realms. As Saint Archangel Michael and his legion of blue flamed angels were fulfilling their duty basically battling against the other fallen angels, Samael really attempted to drag Archangel Michael with him into the depths of hell by dragging him down by the wings. However, this didn't really fall through uh, mainly because Archangel Michael was saved by God and here he really just rebuked Samael completely and then stabbed him with his sword which is where the depiction of him stabbing a serpent or dragon came from. Now if I'm not mistaken there was once a king I think it was and he's the, one, the main one that was quite obsessed with Archangel Michael and he was one of the first people that really honored or dedicated an entire temple to him. Now obviously we cannot talk about Archangel Michael without you know acknowledging one of his most recognized or talked about moments, which would be Judgment Day. Here not only he acts as a defender of angels and people, but he simultaneously also acts as a psychopomp. He's the one that is practicing psychostasis, or also known as the judging and weighing of souls of humans, in order for them to either enter the kingdom of heaven or completely descend to hell. This begins by mainly Judgment Day being called, and therefore all souls, no matter if they've already been judged in the past, more recently, or they're still not quite dead. Um, all souls have to line up in order to be judged by Saint Archangel Michael with his scales in hand. If you're familiar with tarot, it really is similar to the whole energy from the justice card. 
because as you can see in the justice card there are the scales of balance which is libra energy so yeah i would definitely check it out now on these scales the heart is weighed against the feather which is also a symbolism of purity justice and truth if the heart weighs more than the feather it is then tainted by sin therefore you will either be put into purgatory or completely descend to hell now in some art archangel michael is not only depicted weighing the dead's heart but at the same time fighting other demons or entities that you know really may attempt to tip the scales in order to cause chaos and error also you will often notice that as people are lined up and judged some may look quite different to others in the sense that their features may already have revealed their true nature mainly because they look really distorted or just straight up bizarre <laughs> so yeah sometimes it is fairly obvious whilst in other occasions not so much if however you are considered pure or noble you may pass by and begin your journey towards the gates of heaven in order to you know gain access to paradise now of course this is only one of thousands of variations of what could occur on judgment day in other countries and generally in different ancient civilizations these tend to differ slightly in what their beliefs are for example it is also possible for occasionally the role of psychopomp to be filled by god himself archangel michael or for example in its origin in egypt as previously mentioned the role is completed by the goddess maat and other gods of the pantheon and councils of Egypt. That was a brief talk about some of the things that Archangel Michael has, you know, managed to do. He's also very adamant about protection, as you're going to see a, a real pattern if you really delve into his life or his work in general. I really, really enjoy seeing him really balance and play with these two archetypes, which is one as, you know, a very human, loving energy, very motherly energy, and also the whole spiritual warrior side of things. I feel like he really embraces both, and I love that. I would also highly recommend meditating along with some guided meditations with the help of Archangel Michael mainly because he's amazing when it comes to helping cutting negative cords and clearing not only your spirit body, which we could talk about the different bodies as well in the future, but also just in general, a clearing and healing of the aura, which I'm very adamant about. So yeah, there's a tip for you. I'm going to leave a link down below to one of my favorite meditations so far of him. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you gained some sort of knowledge and thank you ever so much for listening. I hope you come back and catch up with Eclectish through the next episode. I've been your host, Dem, and I hope to see you sending you much love and light. Have a good week and goodbye. Mm -hmm.